This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it, and why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a big show, a real big shoe. Live from Joe's mom's basement, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and here's our holiday gift to you. What if we all shared with you our favorite wallet and sanity-saving holiday survival tips? Here to share theirs, we welcome from Afford Anything, Paula Pant. And from this podcast, OG. But get this, today we welcome from LenPenzo.com, Tom Hanks. <laughs> nah, he's busy being somebody's neighbor. It's, it's just Len Penzo. That's not all. Of course, we'll magnify someone's money question and save time for another round of our epic trivia battle. And now, the guy who's best tip is at holiday parties remember drinking can cause memory loss or even worse memory loss joe saw see hi that guy's so funny he's so funny doug's dad joke for the win hey everybody welcome back to another week of uh friday entertainment i am joe saw see hi average joe money on twitter we're going to have some fun. It's been holiday week, as you know, with our Monday show and uh, throwing holiday parties. And on Wednesday, surviving the holiday party today. How are we going to just survive this season to help us celebrate all the way over back from her trip to Ecuador, Paula Pant? Man, how was I going to survive that introduction? It wasn't that horrible. And the whole Tom Hanks thing, being somebody's neighbor, you have no idea what that's about, do you? Absolutely no clue what that's <laughs> about. But the whole memory loss thing, I I think I used to know what that was about, but I can't quite remember. Yeah, that's but I'm pumped. She's here all week. Don't, don't. Tip your weight, Steph. <laughs> I'm back, and clearly my sense of humor has not changed. But you're right. I, I spent almost a month in Ecuador. I was there for about three and a half weeks and came back technically early as of the time that we're recording this, technically early yesterday morning. I don't uh, want to give the cat out of let the cat out of the bag that this isn't actually a live show. Hey, easy. What are you doing? <laughs> I whoa, know, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And a guy who would never let the cat out of the bag because he doesn't like cats. No, that's <laughs> That's way bad. It's Mr. Len Penzo. Joe, I've been practicing. I'm excited. I'll be going on The Price is Right here oh. next week. Oh. So, and I will be advertising Stacking Benjamins. And when you're up there, you're going to tell them. Always bid one dollar. I don't know. What am I going to tell them? <laughs> you're going to tell them that you're a participant on the show every week. Come on. We've been practicing this. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I will. First, I got to get up there. You got to have Actually, your first. I got to get up there and then I got to win. Well, you've been watching that documentary all over and over. So yes. So yeah. I, I should, I should nail it. The documentary about cheating, but whatever. I'm, hey, you know what? And if by chance I get Chelsea Brennan on the show, I'm going to say that out loud. I'm sure nobody will understand. But <laughs> I, got, I got Chelsea Brennan <laughs> and Drew Carey's going to look at you like, what the hell are you talking about? Who let him on stage? And the guy who's back across the table from me, furiously getting his uh, tips ready for today's show, it's Mr. OG. I didn't know that was for today's show. I thought it was for tomorrow's Is it? Is that show. the same excuse you used in high school with your homework? Yeah. I thought this was for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do any stinking homework. That's right. Oh, you know what homework you wish you could do? And that is reading the stacker. Our email that goes out, um, we'll do some truth and advertising, goes out sometimes. Head to stackybenjamins.com forward slash stacker for more to get on the mailing list for 2020. Uh, you found out about our meetups this year. You also got some of my money story. You got some good money tips. We wanted it to come out way more. But I found out, Paula, that running this uh, email campaign thingy dingy, not my strong suit. Mm, you're better at the Telegram campaigns. Yes. I didn't know that uh, they had anything now that Telegrams are gone. I know, right? But, you know, I think you can be the change you want to see in the world. You can be the one to cause Telegrams to make a comeback. And everyone can sign up for the Stacking Benjamins Telegram list. And I'll tell everybody about it on my mimeograph machine. Yes. Yes. I mean, That's... you you do record a podcast over a shortwave. That is true. Good point. Uh, we got a great show today. We got all of your best tips to get through the holiday season. Maybe we'll hear some shopping. Maybe we'll hear some more holiday parties. Maybe we'll hear gift giving. Who knows? But uh, so let's get the party started. All right. I asked everybody for three tips. And uh, in the interest of... Uh, Welcoming her back to the United States after her month away. Paula, I think uh, we'll have your number three tip for a better holiday season for people. One that you live by. All right. You want tip number three? Because these are in no particular order. These are three tips of equal calibration and weight. Well, think about the worst one. Give us the worst one. Okay. So here's the worst one. It's worst because this tip does not apply to anybody listening. I think this Perfect. is the I and I and only I benefit from. Actually, Joe, you could benefit from this tip too. We're the probably only two people who are listening to this who could benefit from this. And that is if you host a podcast, use your own sponsor codes to buy gifts for other people because then your sponsors are happy because they're seeing conversions and you're walking the talk. You're buying products from the very people that you promote. That is a great tip and not at all really what I was hoping for. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's that's why it's the worst tip. It's completely useless to anybody who doesn't host a podcast. Good, but you live by that. Uh, I have lived by that last year and will live by that this year. Yes. So so everybody's getting a Casper mattress from you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And I'm sending everybody deodorant. Everybody does. <laughs> Guys, for your participation this year, you're getting a bunch of native deodorant. That's going to be good. And QuickBooks. So <laughs> uh len i hope you can beat that one what's your number three tip uh yeah I, well yeah shop all year long when it comes to the holidays this is this is my number three tip and the reason i say that is there's three things that that does for you to make things easier it, it helps you avoid the last minute shopping rush which is a pain in the butt it also helps you avoid what I call perfect gift paralysis. So if you're thinking all year long, you know, you're, you're, you're interacting with your friends and your family and something comes up, make a note of it with some, when you're talking with them and when a conversation comes up that might jog you and say, hey, that would be a perfect gift for them. If you're paying attention all year long, you don't have to worry about finding the perfect gift. And then buy that gift. Right when you get that tip from your friend or your family, because then that spreads out your your spending, your budget all year long. And it's a lot makes things a lot more painless uh, when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, spending your money. That way you don't get hit with this huge gift. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Payment. Yeah. All your budget. All your budget wrecked one month. Thanks, Joe. I'm just having trouble. I, I, I need a drink. 
Here to finish your sentences, brother. That's what, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm here for. As he takes another swig. Because <laughs> that'll make it, that'll make you more articulate. I'm sweating. Or, oh my or, God, pressure. Or, or, or better yet, Len, the more that you drink, the more you'll think you're articulate and it won't matter. Uh, absolutely, my friend. Yes. Uh, speaking of articulate, OG. I like Len's idea. I would also say to kind of dovetail on that, use something that is fairly predictable, like a side hustle type thing or something like that as your Christmas budget. You know, I've got this side project that I deal with in the fall every year. And part of that is our Christmas budget. In fact, I pile up all the checks that I get for it and I take it to the bank and I turn it into cash. And that's our, you know, that's what we use for Christmas or, or part of it. So you're talking about spreading your budget out throughout the year. We don't do that necessarily. I just, you know, if it's a busy year for my little after school activity, then, you know, Santa has a little bit more leeway. If it's not a busy year, then, you know, coal and socks and stuff like that. So uh, just another idea. I, um, I like that, though. It's extra income that you didn't know that you had. So it doesn't wreck the bank. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't change the budget at all. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's just and it's one of the few times where I'm actually OK with kind of going the cash route because it's legitimately just discretionary stuff. And when the cash is gone, it's gone. So, you know, it's an idea. But that wasn't my idea. That wasn't my, on my list. Uh, I, right. I had a bonus one. Oh. That was my bonus one. I actually used it. Bring it. Now. We, you, um, people, anyway. you get that. No extra charge. For free today. Yes. Only That's today. That's to compensate for how bad mine was. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's right in the ship just a little bit. Yeah, it might be just a little. You should have um, sent that one to Paula. <laughs> well, we'll see how she does with her second one. Yes. And then maybe we'll just take over from there. My uh, my, my number, or whatever, one of mine is you have to use the holiday time for time for you. There's so much time to spend on, you know, going to parties or, you know, you got family stuff going on or you have business stuff going on or you've got the like the last minute crunch for whatever's going on in your world. Like it's totally okay to take a few days and just completely unplug and say, I'm going to take out, you know, I'm turning off Instagram. I'm turning off my phone. I'm not going to check my email. I'm just going to sit in my pajamas and watch, you know, Christmas movies or nothing or read or do whatever it is, but just like completely remove yourself from all of the chaos that's going on. And remember that I think a lot of it when people get stressed out, a lot of it is kind of self-imposed. You know, when you feel like I've got all these things, I'm so busy over that. Well, the reason you're busy is because you decided to schedule yourself. So yeah, take time out for yourself. We all get overscheduled and fried this time of year. By the way, when you said Christmas movies, I realized that I said to Paula earlier that she didn't get the reference and we laughed about that, but we never told her what that reference was to in Lens Open about uh, Tom Hanks busy being somebody's neighbor. Big movie out this year, Paula. Doug's open. Yes. Big movie out this year, which is uh, Tom Hanks playing uh, Mr. Rogers. Oh, I saw the documentary about Mr. Rogers, oh. which is not the Tom Hanks movie, but the uh, the actual documentary. Wasn't that fantastic? It was amazing. It gave me this newfound respect for Mr. Rogers. I mean, I watched him as a kid and I loved him, but I never knew how much depth and thoughtfulness there was behind yeah. his persona. Yeah, all the meta stuff going on. And I left that movie going, I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I watched it on an airplane and it was like, wow. You're, yeah, hu it was you're hugging the stranger next to you, aren't you? Basically, yeah. <laughs> and then they called security That's and then right. I was escorted off the plane. <laughs> in hashtags? Yeah, in, in quotation marks. <laughs> right, right. Oh, look. I'm Turns a, out the FAA frowns on that type of stuff. I'm a celebrity. I must be going to first class. And that's why I don't fly United anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. Mine is, I have a hard time. Part of the reason I like what we did on Wednesday show talking about surviving the holiday parties is because those big parties that you get invited to and sometimes have to go to, I can't stand. And I get really anxious about them and have a really hard time with that. Whenever I get in big groups now, I remember some great advice that I got that always serves me this time of year, which came from Susan Roan, a book called How to Work a Room. Susan said, adopt a host mentality. Even if it's not your party, your job at the party is to make everybody else feel comfortable. And I realized whenever I do that and I'm just trying to make everybody else around me feel comfortable, I go from this guy who doesn't want to be there, who wants to go in a corner to somebody 
looking for those people and trying to make sure that they have a fun party. And it changes everything. It just changes the game. So go to the party and have a host mentality is my number three. Number two, let's go the, let's go the opposite way then. Uh, OG? Uh, kind of with your party thing, whatever you happen to do, make sure that you are totally engaged in it. So I thought you were going to say, so, make sure you're totally wasted. No. <laughs> you said live by it. That's a lot of pressure. It's free yeah. alcohol, people. Yeah. Again, there's so much pressure we put on ourselves to do all this stuff or be all these places and do, you know, when we lived uh, still in Michigan and before we had kids in particular, we would have something from Thanksgiving weekend all the way to New Year's weekend. Oh. Every single solitary weekend, there was something. There was a party, there was grandmas and grandpas and then aunts and uncles. And we were always... And it was always like, oh, God, what's the next thing? And sometimes they were double dipping. You know, you're like at Saturday at a party, you do your thing, and then you're trying to get to the other thing. Sunday, and yeah. then you got to retox Sunday afternoon, and, and, and then, but you still got work to do on Monday. And so you're never really there with any of those people. And I think people can tell. People can tell when you're going through the motions or if you're just, you know, like, cool, so what's for chow so I can get out of here type of thing. So whatever you do commit to, which I don't think should be very much, but whatever you do commit to, be 100% with it. And that kind of also matters as it relates to, you know, your personal time too. Be committed to your personal time. But if you do go to a work party, like you said, don't just sulk in the corner. Yeah. Be at the party. Be there for two hours. It's okay to leave early. It's okay to do whatever, but but be present. I've heard the word detox before. I've never heard the word retox. That's... (laughs) That's, that's what happens on Sunday afternoon. You detox <laughs> Sunday morning and then retox, so you retox Sunday afternoon. Len, how about you? You retoxing? I'm toxing right now. You're I'm toxing. toxing right now. Hey, on the posting thing, my number two is to keep things simple. You know, a lot of times when you're hosting, you might try to make everything perfect and do do a little too much. And I think, at least for me, I try to keep as a host, I try to keep things as simple as possible. So, for example, I don't pull out the best china, you know, when I'm serving the meals. I, I serve everything on paper or plastic. I don't try to be fancy. I'm not trying to impress anybody. You know, it's all about keeping that simple. I use throwaway tins when I'm cooking, like for the turkeys or, or what have you, instead of using my own, uh, the actual stuff, stuff I can throw away and don't have to spend two hours cleaning up with after the meal while Everybody else is out in the other room having a good time. And then also it helps to have your friends chip in. So don't try and do it all yourself. Have them bring sides. Have them bring extra drinks or what have you, um, even decorations for the house to help things for if you're trimming the tree and having people help. Have friends bring stuff, and it, it really makes things easier. I thought you were going to say when you said keep things simple, two words, Joe, beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I, you know what? I'm going to write that down. Solves everything. Alcohol. <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> Two words. Uh, I like that idea of your friends chipping in. And it reminds me of the book Never Eat Alone, which is a fantastic read. And, you know, when you have a party, instead of taking on all that financial burden yourself, have something communal. I remember this advice of something communal, like a chili or a soup or something where, where everybody's kind of has this communal feeling. You make that and have everybody else bring something and, uh, and fantastic. And don't worry about the fact that you only have folding chairs in your living room because nobody cares. It's all about being together. Absolutely. Yeah. Paula? What's your number two? When you can't use your sponsor tags, use somebody else's sponsor tags. <laughs> Get discounts. Speaking of, 20% off a Casper mattress. <laughs> hey, earlier Len said that he was sweating and I almost jumped in to tell him he can get some native deodorant. <laughs> Doesn't help him stop sweating. It just makes him smell like a eucalyptus yeah. tree. Yeah. <laughs> like the eucalyptus tree is sweating. Yeah. <laughs> Len gets attacked by a koala. <laughs> <laughs> That's that he dreams about that though, Paula. So that'd be a good. Thing. <laughs> yeah. right. So my number two tip is that if you need to give somebody a gift and you're not quite sure what to give them, when in doubt, coffee and chocolate, because nobody can object to coffee and chocolate. And if you do, you you know it's ridiculous. So coffee and chocolate. Don't worry about what you're going to give them as a gift. Done, done and done. Just get that. Make it fancy. Wrap it up in a bow tie. Send it by FedEx, whatever. You're done. Do you really live by that one? 
<laughs> yeah, there's one particular person who I have mailed coffee and chocolate to every year for probably the last four or five years. Yeah. I never thought of that. But then I thought if I got coffee and chocolate, I would be super happy, beyond happy. I was thinking that I haven't gotten neither coffee nor chocolate. From Paula? From any Anyone on this round table. So just saying, just, just saying, <laughs> no pressure Duly noted. Yeah. No pressure, Paula. Yeah. <laughs> now you use, you use Len's idea of as soon as somebody says something, you buy it immediately. So ah, there it is. Some chocolate and coffee soon. Oh, geez. Uh, gonna have his address <laughs> on the, on the chat. <laughs> right, as, right. As soon as we're, as soon as we're done. My number two is to start with a plan and it encompasses all the parties I'm going to, all the gifts I'm going to buy. I start off with a plan, but I also know that I want it to be flexible. Like if I leave myself a little bit of extra money because there are some good deals on things. But for the most part, when it comes to parties I go to, I try to make because of OG, what you said, being at the party, I'm like, okay, I'm only going to commit to this many things because I don't want to commit to 50. Forget it. Nope. Um, and the plan usually is wrecked halfway through the season, but at least I go in with one and I feel much better that way. Last round. You guys ready for your number ones? This is so exciting. Paula coffees and chocolate, Casper mm-hmm. mattresses. What could be better? <laughs> I'm great with alliteration. Yes. Coffee, chocolate, and Casper mattress. There we go. Bottom of my work here's done, but it's not done. You've got one more for us. I've got one more, and this is closely related to, but a little bit different from Len's tip about shopping all year long. I keep a gift drawer. Uh, it's just a, a small little drawer in, it's actually in the bathroom of my condo. Is this a drawer full of stuff people gave to you that you're going to yeah. re-gift? No, it is not. <laughs> actually, it's not because I don't really get gifts very, I neither get nor give gifts very often. But it is often the case, like I just came from Ecuador, for example. In Ecuador, there's a big market in in this town called Otovalo that has just really cool stuff for not that much, where you can buy stuff that pretty much anybody would appreciate. And so when I'm at a place like that, I'll pick up a couple of little purses or little whatever, things that cost probably around 10 bucks each. And put them in a gift drawer. And then that way, whenever, not just for, for the holidays, but oh, for birthdays, cool. any time that I have to very quickly reach for a gift, boom, there's a drawer. I can grab something and, uh, and out the door I go. And there's a story behind it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I got this specifically for you when I was in Ecuador. And- <laughs> <laughs> like a Mad Lib. Exactly. <laughs> Fill in name of place. Yeah. For one of my friends, I gave her a purse from Nepal, and I didn't have any gift wrap, so I wrapped it up in aluminum foil. Perfect. <laughs> and you told them looks that's like, a Nepalese like tradition, leftovers. didn't you? But it's not. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so it made me either I'm memorable. I mean, there's a thin line between memorable and crazy, I guess. Yeah. Where is that line? <laughs> Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because just like you went to Ecuador— I went to, you know, you go to these exotic places. What's the name of that town? Otavalo. Otavalo. Well, just like you went to Ecuador and a market in Otavalo, I went to a an exotic thing too, a board game convention in this place called Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of Dallas. It's this wonderful place in Texas. Uh, yeah, <laughs> part of the Southern United States. When I was there, though, they had a bizarre people with uh, selling used games, but there were people going around picking up these card games, these cool little card games. And this one guy said to me, you know, a dollar, two dollars for each of these games said, oh, I always put these as stocking stuffers, you know, and they're cool games that he likes and makes a really neat little gift. Yeah, that's super cool. I, I have a puzzle from the World Domination Summit that I once gave as a gift. Yeah. Good stuff that you got for free. Yes, I did. I gave away Libsyn I'm a Podcaster t-shirts. (laughs) <laughs> and my niece wonders what the hell that has to do with her, but that's her problem. But anyway, next, next up, who's, who's, who's next? Uh, Len. Well, OG hit on my, uh, number one down at his number three, kind of, sort of, uh, you know, about the time for yourself. But I, I want to get a little more specific about that. So if you're a guy, usually you'll watch lots of football, you know, kind of 
blow off steam doing that. And, and But here's something that I think that's really cool. Hallmark movies. I, I mean, these things don't don't knock it, guys. This is my dad. This is my dad talking, by the way. I, Len. Okay. I'm telling you, the Hallmark movies are they are awesome. And this year alone, between Hallmark and Lifetime, there's 59 new Christmas movies. I mean, they started at the end of October and they go all the way through December. So you bank the movies, and I'm telling you. They are the best. And you get all the stars are in it, you know, like Lori Loughlin's in a lot of these movies and, and uh, Jody, Jody Sweeten from Full House, you know her. Yes. She's in them. Patrick Duffy, Kelly Pickler. It's really cool. It really does put you in the spirit. And the ladies like it too. So if you, you got your wife or your girlfriend, I'm telling you, watch these. I mean, it, it's awesome. It puts you in a great – it's just – it gets you in the spirit and it's awesome. Did I Aunt, love them. Did Aunt Becky had to hurry and get those done before she went to jail? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think Lori Laughlin's in any this year. So. <laughs> I think she's been uh, summarily fired, but, might, but before this year, she was in a lot of them. Might have a little issue. <laughs> she she really didn't need the money from those to send her kids to college. She was good without those. They're addicting. I'm telling you, they are addicting. And, I, and I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there who already know this, but they're not, they'd never admit it. But I'm admitting it. My dad so. watches a bunch of those. Uh, sits and, and absolutely loves them. All right, OG, beat that. You're shaking your head. You can't beat that. That's why you're shaking your head. You can't beat Lens. Lens' version of satire is just a little different. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to have, you got to make it so people eventually laugh. You know, that's everybody here thinks that you're really real serious. Thing. That's the real Yeah, no, I see, I see how thing, you're, OG. you know, I, I understand. Yeah, like, I see how you're still playing the game. It's, um, <laughs> But eventually you got to go, and I'm just kidding. I would never watch 59 Lifetime movies in a lifetime, let alone. That was his number one tip, wasn't it? That it's was only his 30 n- Lifetime. It's, it's his number one tip. Watch his Lifetime on movies and Hallmark Channel. His number one tip is watch all the Hallmark Channel. Not, not the college football playoff championship game. But no, watch this 57th running of, you know, some movie with. Who are the people you mentioned? I don't even, you said stars, but I, I didn't you know use what, the air quotes. You know Becky. what? No chocolate and coffee for you this year. <laughs> <laughs> because you're an, you don't get anything. <laughs> get nothing. It's either the right. national championship game or the year Santa Claus nearly didn't come on lifetime. Len's going with the year Santa Claus nearly didn't come. Hey, whatever. Yeah. Come on. What's yours? Uh, Mine is all about being gracious. So if you like, you were are just somebody, there. Yes, yeah. like you just were. <laughs> just like this. No, no. This was. This is a different thing. What I'm talking about is as it relates to gift receiving. Sometimes we'll get a gift from somebody that's maybe not exactly our thing. Maybe not exactly the thing that is most interesting to us, or a recommendation for, you know watching movies that aren't exactly our thing. So instead of ridiculing the person, no, I'm kidding. But um, I was thinking about an example. When we first moved to Texas years ago, there was a company that made homemade pecan pies and would ship them in like this really cool pie container. And it said like from Texas love or something like that. Anyway, so we sent in to everybody we knew. We're like, these are great. It's like a Texas thing kind of ties it all together and everybody said the same thing. Oh, that was awful thoughtful. Oh, that was awful thoughtful. Oh, that was awful thoughtful. And then we had one person that went, yeah, I don't like pecan pie. And you're like, okay, <laughs> cool. And then it like went on. It was like, not only do I not like it, but I can't believe that you thought I liked it. And how dare you send it to me? You know, it like kind of kept on going and you're going, huh, well, that's a different way to handle that. Right. Cause maybe it's not your favorite. But you can just say thank you. You know, your Aunt Becky knits you a sweater and it's not your favorite. Just say thank you. You know, you can deal with that later. And, and um, you know, six months later, if somebody says, how was that pie? You can go, you know, I had some. It's really not my favorite, but I really enjoyed it. You know, we used it for our New Year's party and everybody had a great time. You know, or something like that. Just kind of don't be a jack wagon. I have had times though, OG, where I felt like I had to take an acting class before I opened the gift to make anybody believe I was going to like what I was getting. <laughs> like I, I was totally going to have to have it. Wow. 
Really? It's like this in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation where, where he goes, a whole quarter? <laughs> <laughs> Jelly wow. the Month Club? Yeah. Uh, you know, I've got a corollary to OGs. It's like, do you have any members of your family that just take everything back that you give them? Well, I, I had, yeah, I, I have a member of that. my family. They do that all the time, no matter. And so I quit giving them stuff. Yeah. Well, I think, I think <laughs> it's, there's really? one, there's two sides to that. One is if it happens, right. And then the other side of it is if it happens and you find out about it repeatedly or if they're telling you, you know what I mean? Like there's a difference. You get something that's just not right for you and you happen to take it back to target and you have, you know, whatever, you don't make a big deal of it. But if you're going, Oh, well, I don't like this. So I'm, you know, if you're jack wagon about it, like that's just, you know, unless it's lens movie recommendations then you can, <laughs> no graciousness required there. You're talking about taking back the coffee and the chocolate. No, no, I'm going to suck those things both I down. Know. Mm. It must be the ones he's getting from somebody other than me this year. <laughs> must, must be. <laughs> uh, my last one is that this season, you know, is for me uh, much more about experiences than gifts. You know, like for me, life is more about experiences than gifts as, as well. And I also like gifts that, uh, you know, don't have as much to do with me as brightening somebody else's day. And so some of these organizations that are out there that where you can volunteer, like, uh, the, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this, um, at this page. Have you heard about the United States Postal Services Operation Santa? They get the letters to Santa Claus from low income families. They get rid of the kid's name and the kid's address, but they give you like a special barcode. So uh, the person stays anonymous and you can help make their season brighter. I try to do that every year, help out. And I know there's a lot of people that help out a charity during this time of year and they need help all year. But man, if you can do that, I found that always makes my season a heck of a lot more fun. Heck of a good time. At the very least, just you know, being around, being with with family versus spending all day in the mall figuring out what I can get people, uh, much much better. Which is why Paula, I like the fact that it's always chocolate and coffee because yeah, don't spend a lot of time on that. Exactly, yeah, chocolate and coffee. You know, people will be happy. You know, they'll smile, and it doesn't drain your time or energy. So you have that time and energy free to put it towards more important stuff. Great stuff. That'll put a cap like on Hallmark movies. Absolutely. Mm. Like watching Hallmark movies. Mm. Well, hey there, stackers. Normally, this is where we would cut into the show for our Friday FinTech segment. But today... A very special treat because for those of you that haven't listened in a while, you may not know that a regular contributor here is Suzanne Lucas, the evil HR lady. So we're going to do a Friday, we'll call it a Friday HR tech segment. That's probably not a great name, but we're going to run with it because that's what we do. Suzanne Lucas, of course, not only is the evil HR lady, you'll find her at evilhrlady.org online. She also writes for Inc. She's written for Market Watch. Well, she's Evil HR Lady is everywhere. Right now, though, we're going to walk over to my dad, Shortwave, and see if we can catch up with her in Europe. What a fantastic place to be this time of year. So pretty. Let's call up the Evil HR Lady right now. Joining us from the miracle called My Dad Shortwave Radio, all the way across the pond in Europe, it's our friend, the evil HR lady herself, Suzanne Lucas, joins us. How are you? I am so splendid. Well, you get to spend time in those European Christmas villages, the uh, the Christmas uh, square, what do they call it? The Christmas markets. The, the Christmas markets. And I will say, even right now, as I am recording, I am standing in the town hall and there is a huge christmas tree and yeah don't do that don't do that because i'm gonna i'm gonna <clears throat> spend a bunch of money get on a plane and come see you right now suzanne it's raining and cold though does that change <laughs> your mind <laughs> well i'm in detroit it's cold here Go too ahead. yes so but but we can leave the rain but i want to talk to you specifically as our resident hr specialist my bff in the area of human resources this is a big time for people, Suzanne, because those flexible spending accounts, the clock's ticking and people got to spend that money. 
They do. They do. The childcare one is rarely a problem because let's face it, if you could do all of your childcare for the amount you could put into a a childcare flexible spending account, then your life is pretty blissful. Um, (laughs) But it's that medical one that you want to be careful about. What did you see when you were working in HR? I'm, I'm sure you saw people kind of dig through the flexible spending account. What are some things that people don't think about that maybe they can spend money on here at the end of the year from the flex spending account if they're wondering how to make sure they use it all? Um, some over-the-counter medicines, you can go to your pharmacist and ask. They're typically up on things. I believe, but don't quote me on this, that electric toothbrushes can go under that. I know I've submitted receipts for those in the past. I know there's a lot of vision stuff too. There's a lot of vision stuff if you want to order next year's contact lenses or if you have some prescription that you have a huge copay for or that isn't covered by insurance, now is the time to get that filled if you have any money left over. I want to go back to the childcare piece because before I did the math, I knew when my kids were little and I was just a brand new financial planner, didn't really know a lot. Uh, That's a whole different episode, by the way, hiring new financial planners. But but I hadn't done the math, Suzanne. And so I knew that there was was some tax money I could get if I didn't use flexible spending. Once I did the math, I realized the flexible spending account, way, 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 way better than taking any deduction on my taxes. Right, right. I mean, because you're you're paying completely with with pre-tax dollars and it's a great benefit. There is a scary, scary thing about the flexible spending accounts, though. And that is if you quit or are fired before you've used as much money as you've put in, then you just lose that money. Oh. So what so, do you what do? You do? Um, well, I mean, it's all a guessing game, right? The important thing is if you're going to have surgery or something voluntarily medical done, and by voluntarily, I don't necessarily mean unnecessary, um, you know, because sure. there's a lot of things that you can just schedule. I mean, your appendectomy is going to happen when you need it, but your uh, shoulder or whatever that needs to be redone can be scheduled months and months in advance. Schedule that in January or February, because here's the other side of it, is that that whole amount is available to you for the medical side on day one in January. And if you go and you have your surgery and you use it for your deductible and then you quit your job or you get fired, the business just has to eat it. Oh. Um, but that's not the case with the child care. The child care, you can't spend more than you've put in. But if you get fired or quit before you have spent it, you lose it. And usually the only people that affects is people with kids that are in school and don't need childcare during the school year, but need summer camp. And so there's just that couple of years where kids are old enough to not need a babysitter for the hour between when they get home from school, when you get home from work, but do need summer camp. And those people can sometimes get caught up in it. Boy, it's funny. I remember when my kids went to school full-time, when they finally reached first grade, I, I felt like I'd won the lottery, Suzanne. Like all of a yeah. sudden, all of a sudden I had all this money. That and the day they, they were potty trained, like diaper diapers gone day <laughs> was another one. Because those things, I don't know if you know this, they're made of gold. I do know that. And one of my favorite little photos that you see floating around Facebook has a shelf that says save and compare. And then it has the price for condoms and the price for diapers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good cost. You can cut that if, if that's too crass for, <laughs> no. for the Stacking Benjamins audience. Uh, have you listened to the show? I mean, come on. Come on. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, one more thing I wanted to ask about. You know, we're a long way away for most people of open enrollment time when they can get in. But, but you see people make mistakes all the time with open enrollment. What are some work benefits that a lot of companies might offer that people often overlook? The one that I will preach till the day I die is long-term disability. And a lot of businesses, short-term disability, everybody gets it, no big deal. But long-term disability, and usually you can actually only sign up for that when you're first hired. But please, 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 please do. It's really inexpensive. 
And if you become permanently disabled, that's it. You're toast. But if you have this long-term disability policy, that is something that you really, really need to do. Um, And then a lot of people miss out on 401k matches. A lot of people miss out on the flexible spending accounts. And because they're a little bit nerve wracking, because you've got to predict how much you're going to spend. And like I said, yeah. for childcare, it's pretty straightforward because you already know how much your daycare costs you. And it's far more than the $5,000 limit for a married couple. So that one's pretty easy. But for the health spending accounts, people are often nervous because you don't know if you're going to have something weird happen or you may not be planning to get pregnant, but surprise. And, um, you know, you certainly weren't planning on that brain tumor either or your kid breaking their leg. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to predict, but I really think people are, are wise to do their best to predict what they could possibly need. Boy, I love those. The, the long-term disability one, when I, back when I was a financial planner back in the day, it was, it was always hard to get people to do it. People thought, no, 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 I'm a safe skier. I'm a good driver. Not always about you. It's about the other people. And, and, and the stuff's expensive sometimes, Suzanne, because of the fact that these underwriters have done the math and they think that the chance of it happening to you is better than you think it'll be. Right, right. And usually, though, through your employer, it's pretty cheap because the Good underwriters point. are assuming that you're only going to stay at that job for four or five years. Yeah. So their liability isn't forever. When you buy a personal policy, it can be more expensive. Um, but those employment ones are super cheap. And I'm telling you the saddest thing in the world is when you have to terminate an employee who's now permanently disabled and that's it. Yeah. There's no more money. Oh, that's. And and it's not cruel and heartless on the business's part. Sure. They're not a charity. If you can't work again, they have to let you go and you have nothing. So long-term disability is something that I will always talk about. And I should write an article about that today because, (laughs) um, You should. It's really important. I should. Absolutely. If only there were a place where you wrote. But we'll get back to that. (laughs) We'll get back to that in one second because I want to also make a clarification here for people that are new to all of this. We're talking about flexible spending accounts. There's another type of account that people have called an HSA, a health savings account. Those ones, Suzanne, people can just build up. You can continue to, you don't got to worry about the year end. Make sure you've got a flex spending account before you go rate it because you think it's the end of the year and you have to. Right. Right. Make sure you know what you've got yeah. and, um, depending on what your business is and what they're offering. So very, very important clarification because you don't want to raid your health spending account. Um, but your flexible spending account, you want to make sure that it's at zero balance on December 31st. Yeah. Great, great. And make sure you get your receipts in. I don't remember the day that they're due on, don't. I'm sorry. No, but it's pretty soon in the new year. So make sure it gets in. Yeah. But you don't have to worry about that directly for the 31st. Check with your HR people at work. Right. And they'll know. Yeah, absolutely. It's sometime sometime in the new year, but it's, it's early. It's maybe February. I don't know. Yeah. Fairly quick. Uh, we've got, we've got this awesome link to your website on our show notes page at stackybenjamins.com. Let's talk about what's going on at the evilhrlady.org because uh, you're always you're always doing something fun, Suzanne. What's happening over there? Well, I just last night did a webinar on hiring practices, and hopefully that'll be up there soon so that if you missed it, you can, can dial in because the laws keep changing when you have to hire, and it's important to keep up. Um, so that should hopefully be up there soon. And then, of course, we're always talking about what's ever in the news. And um, soon we will be talking about um, Google is being sued for firing pro-union employees. I saw that. Yes. I saw that. Keep your eyes open for that, too. Um, That is coming up shortly because that is a no-no. I mean, you can fire anybody, but you can't fire them because they're pro-union. It's uh, all that fun, or not fun if you're Google, you can find at evilhrlady.org. Suzanne, don't spend too much money at the Christmas market. Fortunately, I'm uh, lacking temptation in that area. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you again. It's all stuff you don't need. (laughs) Have a happy holiday season. Merry Christmas, Suzanne. Merry Christmas to you too. 
Hey there, holiday party partiers. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and here's the party in the middle of the show. It's right, it's my trivia. Forget everything you just heard from this roundtable, because here's the best holiday survival tip of all. Pinky out when drinking from a glass. Nod emphatically to whatever rubbish people talk about, and for the love of the S&P 500, never ever talk finances at a party. Those are all the things I've read in a young politician's pamphlet anyway. My personal trick is uh, leaving a good impression. You would never believe it, but it all comes down to having amazingly funny snippets or obscure facts. People love it. For example, I I walk up to someone at a party and throw this trivia question at them. Like, uh, for example, for the 16-year period prior to January 2018, how many shrimp were landed in Louisiana during an average month from the Gulf of Mexico? And and then I go refill my glass with more wine and grab another cocktail, probably some cocktail shrimp, while they think on it. Now, if you'll excuse me, my glass is empty. Shrimp for the holidays. <laughs> we have been playing a game all season long, all year long, for those of you who are new to this shindig. And the score is tightening again. Paula has 11. Speaking of shrimp, Len, that was bad. Len has 11. And OG uh, has 10. So that means now... OG has a shot at making this a three-way tie again with just a few weeks to go. So, OG, would you like to guess first in the middle or last? Uh, I'm going to go last. Uh, that is strange. Len, would you like to go in the middle or first? Well, I'm going to go in the middle since I've been going first the last five weeks or so. Because <laughs> now, yeah, now, now that everybody's caught up. Uh, Paula's been tied with you. All right, Paula, that means you get the honor of going first. How many shrimp in an average month prior to January 2018? How many pounds of shrimp taken out of the Gulf of Mexico? Man, what's difficult about this question is that I don't know what order of magnitude to guess in. How many pounds of shrimp are taken out of the Gulf of Mexico? I mean... Yeah, maybe it's six. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, is it 10,000 pounds? Is it 100,000 pounds? Is it a million pounds? I I do not know where the decimal point goes. So I'm tempted to guess one just so I can secure the lower end of the spread. (laughs) And in fact, I think I'm just going to go ahead and do that. If this becomes one, two, three... Actually, no, 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 no. You know what? <laughs> Can I not guess that then? Because it would be way too easy for somebody to just guess two. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I'm going to put myself somewhere in the middle. In the middle of what? I don't know because I don't know what order of magnitude I'm guessing. Let's go with 10,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've eaten that much all by myself. <laughs> in a month. <laughs> The last 16 months or 16 years. But this is for a single month, 10,000 pounds. Ew. Maybe oh, bless, I should have guessed 100,000. Is it too late? <laughs> I think I'm really Len terrible at laughing. Going first. I think it's too late. Len, what do you think? I think the goal of this game is not to have to go first. OG's oh, licking his chops on this because he's. <laughs> Actually, I did remember that that Joe was hanging out at my house the other day, and there is some shrimp at my house left over. And I'm going there. I've got some shrimp leftovers. Okay, so I want to I want to get a clarification: is this cooked shrimp or frozen shrimp? This or, is just is this, this is just shrimp coming out of the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> I don't think it's been cooked yet. I don't think it's been frozen yet. I'm just, that didn't really dignify an answer, but thanks for playing, Joe. I, I have it uh, on let's I, see. I have it on good authority. <laughs> have it on good authority. Okay, so you're it's it's definitely not cooked shrimp coming out of the ocean. How many pounds? Well, I think ten thousand pounds is just sitting at Costco, is my local Costco right now. Uh, so let's see. I'm sure this is. I'm wondering if it includes the unregistered boats, <laughs> the unreported ones. You know the personal well, fishermen. This is terrible because I got to go high enough that. There's a lot yeah. of strategy going on. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go high enough that I, I, I kind of want to discourage OG from just saying whatever I say plus one. Uh, so it's got to be ridiculously high. I'm going to say 
10 pounds. It's <laughs> <laughs> way more than my original guess of one. Right. You would have one through nine, Paula. Uh, 1.57 billion pounds. Whoa. In a month. Wow, I have a hell of a spread. It's it's less than that. It's less than that by a lot. 1.57 billion pounds. How much is that in uh, hectares? <laughs> I don't know. Like if they Tonnage. were spread flat. That's exactly. <laughs> over like the surface, over like a landmass. <laughs> exactly. How much of Australia would it cover? I will say I purposely went high because I, if I said anything somewhat reasonable in the, you know, what, what you was your said, number you again? Just added one to it. What's the number he said? For uh, 1.57 billion. billion. Yes. With a B. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could yeah. have cocktail sauce from the moon and I'm, back three times. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say. I've teed this up for you, OG. You can. Yeah, gonna, I really feel like it's. There's it's, one answer you know, here that's going to. Oh, win. no. I know. I know what I'm going to say officially. I'm just trying to think through it. We're, we're going to have a three way tie at the end of this. There was 10,000 pounds at every grocery store. That would mean 10,000 10, 10,000s, right? That's a billion. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, there's a, that's a lot of groceries. There's not a lot of grocery stores actually. Hmm. Interesting. Well, anyway, 10,001. Yeah. That's my official answer. answer. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. That's a shocker. Uh, yeah. I think the real number is probably close to like, 40 million pounds or yeah, 100 I, million I, I think pounds. it's like 100 million. Yeah, that's what uh, I think that's, it's in that's, that's, that's Well, Doug, let I graciously us, accept. Doug, <laughs> see what the real answer is here. Doug will let us know after this very important holiday message. Ho, ho, ho. I'm your old friend, Santa Claus. And what can I say? Joe and OG, maybe you'll make it off the naughty list next year. As for Joe's mom, top of my list as usual. Those sprinkle cookies are my absolute favorite. (laughs) And I promise I'll stop after one of your famous eggnogs this year. Because what happened last year is, well, staying between us, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Merry Christmas. So, Paula, if it's 10,000 pounds, right on. You've got this. You know, I, I think I think really what this means is that it's teeing me up for not having to guess first next week. Which is strategery. Right. This is exactly. all strategery. Exactly. It's teeing me up for being in a better guessing position next week. That's right. You'll go in the middle because if OG really does get this, he will be uh, guessing first next week. Uh, Len, what you thinking, man? 1.57 billion. Could be. Well, I know I have better odds than Paula, but, <laughs> but other than that, I, I really don't think I have any prayer of winning. I think at 1.7 billion, there might be a lot of frightened shrimp in the golf right now. <laughs> you know, I'd like to see the nets and pick pick that up. Scared out of their shells, and uh, OG's got 10,001. So let's see what our answer is, Doug. Welcome back, folks. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. And if you've been listening, you'd know that this is your favorite part of the show. Yeah, my trivia. Before the break, I was giving you old Doug's best holiday survival tips. Um, where did I leave? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, wine glass full. Yeah, uh, another plate of shrimp. And oh, yeah. Now, now I'm going to return to the conversation after I've given you a respectable amount of time to ponder my foray into shrimping. So to remind you, I asked you this scintillating question before the break for the 16 year period prior to january 2018 how many shrimp were landed in louisiana during an average month out of the gulf of mexico the answer how about 1.9 million pounds per month but that's not even the amazing part how do they catch enough cocktail sauce to eat all that shrimp because i mean there's really no point if you don't have cocktail sauce you can't eat the shrimp If you don't eat the shrimp, you can still eat the cocktail sauce because that stuff's amazing. A lot of pounds of shrimp. That is, that is (laughs) a lot. A lot of, uh, once again, a lot of cocktail sauce with those. 
Normally here, we would- Just a bit outside for norm- all of us. Yeah, everybody swinging a miss on both sides. Back to my original comment about order of magnitude. Yeah. No one was even close. <laughs> no idea. We went from 10,000 to the billions. Just skipped that whole single digit million. <laughs> but not only did we give somebody, Paula, our best tips for the holiday, we also gave you something for that boring holiday conversation to spice it up. While everybody's standing around with their shrimp cocktail, they go, do you know? <laughs> how many? Uh, hey, guys, uh, how many of these do uh, you think you pulled out of the uh, ocean every month? Yes. Well, only from the years 2002 through 2018. That's right. I cannot comment on anything after 2018. Yes. Per month. Uh, Bill, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) Judy, would you like to Chelsea, Brendan, Bill? (laughs) If you know what I mean. And nobody knows what the hell you mean. Uh, Right now we have the magnified money question, but you know what? We cannot have a a 16 hour episode. So big thanks to magnify money for hanging out with the stackybenjamins.com forward slash magnify money for more from them to get the best products when it comes to your financial tools that you use every day. Let's talk about three people who are financial tools. Paula, what's going on at Afford Anything? On the Afford Anything podcast, we have uh, recently interviewed... Noah Kagan, who is an entrepreneur. I think I've talked about him at the end of uh, the roundtable on a couple of previous weeks. Uh, I actually recorded this interview back in April, and we are finally airing it. What? So this interview with entrepreneur Noah Kagan, which is really more of a fireside chat than an interview, will be available for your listening pleasure on the Afford Anything podcast, which you can download wherever finer podcasts are found. And to describe a fireside chat with Noah Kagan... There are two words, I think, that will probably apply to this when I listen. Wide-ranging, I'll bet. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We uh, we cover the gamut of all kinds of topics. And I make some meta notes about, you, you see what he's doing here? You see what he's doing there? Yeah. You never... no, he's super smart. He's uh, had a lot of success in business. And so if you want to hear, and he's very candid and very authentic. So if you want to hear a completely unfiltered honesty from somebody who has had a lot of success. Tune in to this interview before Com- anything podcast. Completely unfiltered. Did you have to beep him out? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a conversation with Noah Kagan where I didn't have to beep him out. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but that doesn't mean that that guy's not brilliant. That guy's amazing. Oh, absolutely brilliant. Yes, absolutely. Mr. Penzo, what's happening at lempenzo.com? You know, Paula has her fireside chat and I have my own dumpster fire going. It's called nine tips for managing your money during the holidays. Oh yeah. So stop on by. You can warm yourself by the dumpster fire at lenpenzo.com. I highly recommend reading lenpenzo.com while you're watching a lifetime Christmas movie. Absolutely. Very good. Fantastic. Every time there's a commercial, just hit the mute button. Read some lempenzo.com. Hey, and wish me luck at uh, at the price is right. This is it, man. Remember Next your Next time line. I come back, I'm going to give you the full report. Unless I win, because then I can't tell you and I have to sign an NDA. Uh, but then maybe you'll figure it out. Re- oh, because <laughs> oh, you'll say, I can't tell you what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we all know the code. Yeah. Oh, gee. Uh, so you have a weekend full of retoxing? Well, uh, it goes detox first and then retox. I yeah, thought it I- just... I thought this yeah. was the one hour where you're detoxing. Uh, you detox in the morning. Oh, gotcha. generally. Yeah. yeah, you take some airborne, do like a Peloton workout, and then. Um, this is horrible. Like a protein shake. And then give or take about 1130, kind of back to fight in shape. There you go. Bam. Game on. By the, it. by the way, kids, don't try this at home and don't take anything we just said seriously. But you got a good weekend coming. Uh, yeah. After school activity still in full effect, uh, which is fun. And, um, mom's birthday was a couple days ago. So, uh, some, a little bit of that. Happy birthday, mom. um, Yeah. Just kind of easing into the holiday season. Fantastic. All right, everybody. Thanks a ton for playing, for hanging out. Doug, you've got it from here. What should we, what should we have learned today? Yeah, sure thing, Joe. Why don't you get back to sucking on that candy cane down to a needle-sharp point so you can poke OG with it. I'll tell everybody what we should have learned today. First, try to apply some of the tips we talked about today in our roundtable discussion about surviving the holidays. While December might be full of parties, events, and obligations, they don't necessarily need to be taxing. Second, thinking about putting some non-conventional investment in your portfolio? Make sure you know IRA rules inside and out before jumping into the water. 
there are a few things less fun than running afoul of the IRS IRA rules. But the big lesson? Make sure to read the room at a party before you dive into a deep discussion on shrimping. Who doesn't think that it's a hilarious and delightful party topic? Yeah, next time, I'll stick with window treatment techniques or worse yet. How about if I send Joe back out here with all the Bavarian slideshow stuff he's always showing everybody? Anybody want that? No, I didn't think so. Paula Pant appears courtesy of AffordAnything.com and the Afford Anything podcast. Len Penzo appears courtesy of LenPenzo.com and all of the darkness and doubt in the world. This show was created by Joe Saul Cihai, produced by Richie Rutter-Reese, and engineered by the amazing Steve Stewart. Online, visit us on Twitter at at SBenjamin'sCast or on our Facebook page. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and I really thought doing these credits completely naked would have been a lot more fun than it actually was. SB Podcasts may receive payment on the show from sponsors and guests in the form of books, giveaway items, discounts, or other remuneration. There's no way you would take advice from these dorks, but like Joe's mom always says, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only, and before making any financial moves, consult with a real financial advisor. Special thanks to Joe's mom for bringing scented candles down to the basement. Nothing says podcasting with a bunch of dudes like scented candles. And I haven't had a drop of alcohol all day. Well, what are you waiting for? (laughs) You must be shaken. I know, right? Yeah. Actually, I did go out day drinking yesterday. So, uh, so I've had enough for, I've had my quota for the week. Hey, seriously, for the end of the show, Mm -hmm. tell us about Ecuador. Okay, cool. No, tell us. Like right now? Yeah, it's like right now. <laughs> that'll, okay. give, that'll give more time to, to research. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wasn't clear that we were recording the end of the show right now, but all right. Okay. Is there anything specific you want to know about Ecuador? Uh, well, you did your handstand or your whatever, your back flip, back half yeah. thing over the equator. That happened. Over the equator. That was the thing. Okay. I saw the place you guys have it too. Jennifer Ma shared those pictures. That place is beautiful. Oh yeah, the the um, conference center, the, or whatever retreat place. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really nice. So the where the retreat was wasn't where the equator was. Yes, but that place was beautiful. They brought hot water bottles and put them in your bed every night, and then they like made a fire in your room every night. Which I mean, it sounds really nice, but really, what I'm saying is that there wasn't any heating. <laughs> <laughs> there's good news and bad news. Yeah, exactly. The bad news is there's no heat. The good news is hot water <laughs> the, bottle. Yeah, the good news is hot water bottle in lieu of heat. <laughs> but I like that. I mean, how cold does it get at night? I don't know what the actual temperature was. It gets uh, wear several layers and some warm wool socks level of weather. Okay. I like, though, you know. Joe's thinking cuddle factor. Like, how close does he have to be to the, OG? The, the how the close is that to be to that hot water bottle? <laughs> <laughs> so, Paula, when you did your backflip over the equator, could, could you tell you were going from fall into summer? I mean, fall <laughs> into spring? Was, was it noticeable? You know, I did uh, two backbends <laughs> over the equator, one in which my head was pointed north and the other in which my head was pointed south. 
I'm so, just wondering, did it when you started to go, did you go backwards, backwards? Because everything spins backwards. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Science. Did you get a bucket of water and swirl it right on the equator and see what would have happened? It like I mean, stopped. Did, did it hit a singularity or what happened? I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, if you, if you do it right over the equator, I think it, it goes straight down. <laughs> yeah. There, there is no swirling on the yeah, equator. There's, there's it just, no it's Coriolis like the, effect. Just, boom, just falls. Exactly. She knows because there's a sign that says no swirling on the equator. <laughs> no open wormhole. <laughs> not, not allowed. Well, stackers, the show is over, but the party is just beginning here. You know why? Because it's Military Appreciation Month, and we are giving out shout outs to all of our friends who have served in the military. And let's point uh, the finger right here at our good friend OG who spent time in the military. And of course, we know what a giver he is, even when he pretends like he's being uh, Mr. Surly. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members to help them reach their goals. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate, and you'll see all their Military Appreciation Month offers and other Navy Federal offers. They've got all kinds of resources on their site, like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and best careers for military spouses to support military families. So much going on. Just head over to NavyFederal.org slash celebrate and take a look at all the Military Appreciation Month offers and their usual offers. Navy Federal, our members are the mission. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.